Cannabis transport of licenses in Illinois may end up being something like liquor distributors. Hi, I'm Tom. Find me by Googling Cannabis Lawyer and going to my website, Cannabis Industry Lawyer, to ask whatever question your team has. I get them all the time about the transporter license, which raises the question of its business model. Will it be like a FedEx or a liquor distributor? And how do you win a license? If at any time during this video you thought it was valuable, hit the thumbs up and you'll get more of them. Or subscribe for notices of our cannabis legalization newscast every Wednesday. So why is the smart money on a transporter license being more of a liquor distributor business model than a courier service like FedEx, UPS, or even the post office? Because back when the last prohibition failed for booze about 90 years ago, the three-tiered system of alcohol distribution was put into place for controlling the alcohol industry to put taxes on it effectively. The three-tier system segmented the alcohol industry's supply chain into production, distribution, and retail. Some providers wanted to fully integrate or vertically integrate production, distribution, and retail all into the same business. But that made it more difficult for the state to control where the taxes in the industry went. And so some states prohibited it. And today, the same thing is happening to cannabis. Illinois has segmented its cannabis industry into, into different license types. You have the retail, the manufacturing of edibles, cultivation and extraction, and the transportation all require a different license, and taxes imposed on those licenses are different as well. The cultivators pay their tax at the wholesale level, whereas the retailers pay their taxes on the sale of cannabis to the end buyer. But from my review of the statute for the transporter license in Illinois, it does not appear to be subject to any tax at all. If the producers sell to the transporters, and then those transporters act as wholesalers to the retailers, like in the three-tiered alcohol system, then can the wholesalers avoid IRC 280E for their markups as middlemen? Hmm, I'm not really sure how, because they are literally trafficking in cannabis, buying it at one level and selling it at another. But the courier business model avoids that problem, because you're not trafficking in anything. You're not a middleman at all. You're just the delivery driver. That fee may not be double taxed. Perhaps we'd have to wait and see what the IRS thinks about these business organizations. Guidance should be out there because of the amount of audits cannabis companies face. If the delivery expenses incurred can be costs of goods sold, then dispensaries would want to get those licenses to stock their stores and buy directly from the growers and processors. Interestingly enough, only the transporter license has no limit, and a mandatory grant of such license once an applicant scores 85% or higher. We're not sure exactly how this license will turn out until we see more rules from the state's Department of Agriculture and see how the first licenses are awarded in 2020. The statute is more vague on the transporter license so we need to wait on the rules. The scoring proceeds more like craft growers as well, with the points being awarded primarily for, first, the suitability of your employee training policy, second, your security and record keeping plan, third, your business plan, fourth, your status as a social equity applicant, 
Fifth, your labor and employment practices. Sixth, your environmental impact plan, including any type of cannabis recycling for product packaging. And then generally seven, your miscellaneous points. Those are your environmental points, your diversity points, your Illinois resident points, your veteran ownership points, and bonus points for community outreach. Those are very uh, similar throughout the licensing application process in this state. The application itself will require specific experience regarding your distribution or security industry experience. Moreover, you have to demonstrate your experience or business practices that promote economic empowerment in the disproportionately impacted areas, or DIAs. From the reading the requirements for the application, you can see the possibility for a new security service offering for existing providers. Cannabis transportation could be included in future security contracts that all cannabis businesses already have because of the licensure requirements for them. The first transporter license applications will hit on January 7th, 2020. If you're watching this after then, feel free to click the link in the description that goes to our page and call me. And we hope you tune in for next Sunday for another of our activist segments about how this industry is still a movement. I'll see you then. Hit like and subscribe, everybody.